Podcast. Hold on. What? Hey, on. hey, hey. Brian tried to bogart my opening. I did. I did pretty good, too. My name's Jason. I'm the funky boss. I'm like Brandon. It. They call me Ostrich Bites. All right. I'm Brian. I'm Time Cop. I've been there, done that. You guys all got out of your system now? Yeah, no. I think we're good. I think we're good. You good? All right. Feeling all right? Welcome to Nano Brew the Podcast. <laughs> small business shenanigans. So small. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Studio One here at Books and Brews. Ooh, no. That's right. We're talking about doing business on the nano scale. We are. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. What? Right here. And we are going to tell you how we did it. We're going to come, you know, you know we, this is what we want. Come learn from us. Learn from our mistakes. Just like one. Some. Learn from our success. I think we did a lot of that. Infinity. We did. A lot more In than one. We did. Infinite. Miguel has the viewfinder turned around on me, and I feel like I really want to stare at myself a lot more now. Oh, yeah. I can see. Oh, I yeah. see you. I like I that a lot. I like that a lot. I like looking at myself. Yep. I like hearing myself like talk. That's how we started this podcast. So I, <laughs> I can... like talking, and I like listening to myself do that. Uh-huh. And then I go add for words, and then I listen to myself some more. <laughs> listening to myself and watching myself. I want to watch myself, watch myself. That's why Whoa. I do impersonations. Oh, man. It's going to be fun. Cool. I'm ready. So, so like, what are we doing here? I'll tell you. But first, let me introduce the gang. My name is Jason. They mm-hmm. call me the Funky Boss. Mm-hmm. They call me the Doctor. Mm-hmm. They call me the Press. Yep. They call me MC Pickles. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, thank you. Nice. A, Someone hip, had to do it. Hip hop air horn. I like it. I like it. I'm also here with, although as as I've said, it is just it's just an air horn. An air horn is always an air horn. Well, a hip hop air horn sounds exactly the same as normal mm-hmm. air horn. It's just right. an air horn used in a different context can't be a different kind of air horn. It's true. It's like a slightly smaller air horn just for hip hop. Well, you got to buy it at a separate store. It's no, a, it's I don't in a different so. department. A different sticker on it. Yes, yeah, different sticker on it. It's in a whole different. Yeah, like at the factory. Like no, no, no. You mixed one of the normal air horns with the hip hop air horns. Well, it's like it's like <laughs> now we're in trouble. It's like if you go into the sports section and you it's buy a, tennis balls, and then you go into the pet section <laughs> and you buy, and tennis, you buy balls. tennis balls. <laughs> yeah. Totally <laughs> different. Believe it or not, they're very different price. They really are. Uh, yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like the rejects from the tennis ball yeah, factory. Yeah. What the are we going to do with these? I don't know. Let's yeah, see if we can sell them to dogs. Yeah, dogs will fuck with them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> is that, that's probably how they found out. It's yeah. probably why dogs like tennis balls at all, is they're just subjects to the propaganda of the tennis ball industry. <laughs> classic, <laughs> classic big tennis. <laughs> big tennis coming in with their big marketing dollars. And, the poor, poor dogs. <laughs> unsuspecting idiots. Oh, man. I'm so mostly here with Brian. Brian. <laughs> I'm Brian. I'm the Prophecy. Yes. World Compass 5000. That too. Time Cop. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, great episode today, guys. Thank you. I'm Dr. Ham. Yo. You and I appreciate nice. your whispers. You. Yep. And I believe that's all I am. That's right. All right. I'm also here with my man, OB. Hello. Brandon. <laughs> What's up? Brandon, OB, Ostrich Bites, The Contender. Ding, ding, ding. Burp, burp. The boom. tall one. Unky boom, boom. Unky boom, boom. Cleveland Cleave? Nope. I'm just from Cleveland. <laughs> just, <laughs> just from Cleveland. From He's also very familiar with Cleavers. The alibi. Cleveland. Yes. Spatulas. Spatulas. Also so here cool. with my man Justin. Woo! Waka Waka. It's Fuzzy Bear. Tell you jokes both old and rare. The Fuzz. The Fuzzy one, of course. The Fuzz. The artist. Uh, the joke killer. All those things. There's I, at least one time I'm going to stop this podcast dead in its tracks. Yeah, it's probably guaranteed to happen. <laughs> it probably, probably already did happen. Probably some more working on it. Yep. Timer says we have about a minute and a half. It's a professional <laughs> development process. Yes. We'll get there. Uh, so but it makes what do we me do? feel good about myself. What do we do? There it is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right on cue. So No one heard it. We're probably going to talk about stuff that we... Previously. Yes, we're going to talk about old business. Uh. And we might talk about current and new things. We're going to talk about new business. Nice. And, and then we're going to give our shout-outs of the week. Shout-out. Shout-out all the people that, that make being awesome like we are mm-hmm. possible. It's not. It's a lot. Yeah, it is. A lot of people look at me and they're like, Mm, Jason, oh. you're awesome, you're and really that is awesome. it takes a lot of effort. I'm how, like, how do you do it? It takes a village to be this awesome. <laughs> so let me, oh, let me, sh- let me. I sh- uh, it would have been funnier if I said funky because I'm the funky boss. That would have been. Fun. It's okay. That's right. It's I'll right. learn for next time. Mm-hmm. I'll get better. Call your funky funky faves. The funky faves. Oh, the funky faves. That's pretty <laughs> oh, good, dude. Now it's time for Jason's funky faves <laughs> of the week. So you're welcome. Funky. You, can, you can use that, but you have to pay me quarter I, I, every time. I, I get to use everything that happens inside these walls. That's part the of the onboarding process it's here. All at my copyright. That's right. 
Uh, everything that happens inside these walls is intellectual property of Books and Brews. <laughs> Thank you for playing. And you oh, leave, great idea. It's now mine. You leave with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you get nothing. You lose. Good day. That was a great idea. I'm second time I've said that today. Make it mine. All right. So old businesses, when we talk about stuff we already did. Okay. And uh, mm-hmm. we lay a little funky baseline and name really old things. Oh, so you can do the, the play at home game if you'd like. So think of some old things right about now. Typewriter. Glaciers. Motley Crue. Pictograph. John Bon Jovi. Cinemagraph. Phonograph. Cinnamon rolls. Graphs. Period. Giraffes. What are those things that you put the pencil in and you make a circle? Sharpeners? Oh, compass. Oh, no. Pictograph? I think it's compass. I think it's going for compass. Oh. Not, not the you're, you're talking the spirograph. Spirograph, yeah, that's uh, what I was thinking. Gotcha. Oh man, yeah, cool. Okay, good job, guys. Well, all right, let's move on to new all business. Right, well, new business. So the problem uh, wait, is wait, the problem wait, is my face business. ID won't unlock my phone to see it because I have the microphone in front of my oh. face. <laughs> so that's the one downfall. <laughs> cannot face compute. ID. Yeah, cannot compute. access denied. Access. access. It kept shaking. I'm like access. I'm like no, no, no. Oh boy, enhance, enhance, enhance. enhance. So now your phone's gonna. Explode. So last time we talked about what is the number one attribute of entrepreneurs. And actually, Time Cop, you weren't here. I don't know if well, you've gone back and listened to it. I, I went back. Uh-huh. I had to. What'd you think? It was great. Yeah? I mean, it wasn't as good as if I would have been there. What was your What was your favorite attribute? Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I had one. And I, I was there, but I didn't really listen. No, I kind of <laughs> forgot. I was a little distracted because I wasn't actually engaged. Uh-huh. So I just kind of briefly jumped. I looped back around, popped in, and then popped back out. So I'll, I'll fill you in. Please. John said vision. Okay. Brandon said charisma. Charisma's and good. Justin mm-hmm. said, remind me, Justin. I just listened to it. Yeah, me too. Uh, Luck. I, no, I, <laughs> perseverance, was it? No, it definitely I'm going to have to go that. with uh, motivation. I would so, throw, yeah, self, yeah. Self-motivation. self-motivation. Motivation has to be high up on that list. Yeah, self-motivation. And for, and Can so, we add remembering uh, something to that too? Yeah. And, yeah. And what Shit. I, so what I, I tied it all in with it, that I think entrepreneurship, where it really starts is in the subject matter and the self-awareness to go, I love this thing and I'm going to see it through thick or thin. Yeah. If you pick something and you're like, oh, I heard that there's a good opportunity making money with vending machines. And the first time you pick up the vending machine and it's fucking heavy, you're like, mm, I don't care that much. <laughs> 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 yeah. I got to pick this up and then take it somewhere. So this is, this is a funny, true story. My old boss, shout out Caesar. Shout out Caesar. Caesar is still, uh, still buds. He's still a great, whisper. great dude. <laughs> About to say Milan? <laughs> no. I'm a uh, huge fan. So Caesar, no, he was, he was uh, the owner of the Indiana Baseball Caesar. Academy when I was working there. So at one point, he was on eBay, and he was like, uh, always looking for different revenue. Like, you know, like any business person, looking for different revenue streams, right? And he saw that there was a company out of California that had this setup where they had a truck and the truck had a trailer and it was a full wrap on both it looked really cool and they had a they had a mobile batting like a blow up batting cage business what? so it nice. came, so it came with so the truck which is a sweet ass truck pretty new with a full cool wrap a trailer that had the pitching machine kind of locked in it's just an old like iron mic style if you don't know what that is it's like the big arm that goes ting 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 pum 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 they just call it iron mic Hmm. I don't know why. I well, guess it probably came out around the time of Mike Tyson, maybe. That's what I always thought. Out. Right, dude. <laughs> Mike Tyson in his prime was a scary man. Yes. So. You knew every single pay-per-view. It actually like hurt pay-per-view's income. Yeah, because you knocked everyone out in the first yeah, nobody 10 wanted, seconds. Nobody wanted, they would be like, I'm, I'm not going to spend 50, 60 bucks for 30 seconds. He'd break your face the first time he touched you. <laughs> my, Mike Tyson. Uh, Mike Tyson. Now I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> thinking Punch-Out. Mike Tyson has one of my favorite quotes of all time, and that's everyone has a plan until they get punched gonna, in the face. Oh, that's pretty Justin, great. Justin, <laughs> like laughing Sorry. the whole way through. Mike. It just made me think it's like, it's like I have a favorite Mike Tyson quote. I'm going to eat your children. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So anyway. Okay, I'll mark it. I thought he said, I'm going to eat your heart. I don't think he no, said he children. said children. Oh, did he? He never yeah. said children. He also went through a seriously psychotic. Like Again, that made him yeah. even scarier. Yeah. He like, was, I, I don't want to deep dive into Mike Tyson, but like I, really I, do, but I did all. I did Unless really... you want to come on the show, Mike, if you're listening, get in here. <laughs> I'd love don't, that. don't punch us, though, please. please. Don't hit me. I, uh, oh, we're cool. But I loved, I loved the quote, everyone has a plan until you get hit in the face. Because, and I think the context of that was someone was like, hey, they said that you know, yeah, this and gonna... that. This is the plan. This is what they're going to do to you. It's like, everyone's got a plan until yeah. I punch 
punch him in the face. <laughs> and like, it's 100% You're like, true. Wow. And you know what? Business is the same way. Like, you think you got a plan until so you open the doors and all of a sudden no one comes in, or the HVAC breaks, or a number of 10 things. Mm-hmm. And then you find out real quick, like, oh, yeah, this nice, cozy room where I wrote this business plan over the last six months. Like, it means shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it means absolutely nothing. Now the room is 90 degrees and sweltering, and nobody can sit in it. Right. So, <laughs> so to circle back around to where I. And, and my component, I, I agree with all the guys. Like, I do think that I think that you set yourself up for success or failure right from the onset. If you pick something that you don't care about, and that was this, and this is the story of, of, of this batting cage. So we get it. And so it's, it's a blow-up batting cage, so it comes with blowers. If you ever, California? Like, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they, uh, they delivered it, or he flew out and picked it up. It doesn't matter. So he gets it back, right? And so uh, we set it up, which is cool, but, you know, Here's the thing. If you've ever set up any kind of like blow up anything, whether it's like a junk, you know, like a gym for the kids or what, I don't care what it is, is like when you, when you tear that shit down, that shit is heavy, mm-hmm. yep. real, real fucking heavy. And guess what? It doesn't fold up like a t-shirt either. <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying to fold a piece of paper 18 times. Like what's the, it's like one of those things like, it fold, like, wasn't it like seven, like the maximum amount of times you can fold a piece of paper normally. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, the first time, like you, like you drive out somewhere and you have to unload it and you have to like drag it, like you know, kind of wow. like beer. Think about a beer festival. A beer festivals, if you've never been, some this is what happens sometimes. Is like, cool, here's drop off, and it's like a hundred yard, yeah. like drag yeah. of the kegs to get them there. Yeah, so you're taking kegs, you're taking a jockey box, you're taking yeah. CO2 to, tanks, some, buckets, tanks, sometimes buckets, ice. Yeah. And so Tables. think about that with like a three hundred pound inflatable. Yeah, fuck that. And then you got to drag it out, you got to blow it up. And then you got to get tune in the batting machine, and it's just like hot, sweltering days is when you make your money because it's yeah. summertime. Yeah. And you think about—I mean, that's why all the people at carnivals and festivals and shit are so pissed off all the time. You got to drag all that shit up and down. Yeah. Break it. Put it all together. Take it all apart. Oh, dude. And so anyway, so you get to that point where it's like eh, I don't really care that much about making this like all the work that it was. Yeah. This is not worth it. And that's and that's ultimately. I think an entrepreneur, that's where you're, that's where you're going to find yourself. If you pick something you don't really, really, really care about. Yeah. Just like, fuck this. Right. Or it has like some mission. It's like, it might be, maybe you don't care about vending machines, but the vending machines is raising money for the homeless. And you are just really passionate about that nonprofit, you know, angle. Well, that's, what's going to get you through like trying to carry a vending machine up the stairs, <laughs> you know, yep. when it's 90 degrees and the AC's out. You know, and then you lose it and it falls down a flight and smashes. Oh, and then you got to <laughs> clean it up and pick it up and yeah. fix it. And then start all back over on the bottom of the stairs and, and take it back Someone up. figures out how to hit it just right to get, like, double candy bars every time. Fuckers. It's <laughs> my business. Yeah. <laughs> I make two and a half cents yeah, a candy bar. And diamond, <laughs> stinging me. So one of my buddies, actually, he inherited a um, vending machine business. <laughs> like, a family member passed away that had... Like, all these vending machines all over the city. Like, candy bar vending machine? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was candy bar, and then he had, like, a, a drink one. And so, there was kind of, like, a, a buddy of mine had a house that was kind of like the frat house. You know, it was, like, where everybody goes, you know, just, like, where all the dudes go to sure. hang out sometimes, play Animal games. house party. Yeah, exactly. And so... Spill beer on the floor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get around to yeah, that. Just, yeah. just rub it in. Yeah. And so, it was like this for years, and he ended up putting these... He had a... A regular soda vending machine and a and a candy bar one. And I swear he made a killing. He had like a mystery beer one button, so you never knew it was like some shitty beer. And it was like <laughs> the cheapest one, but you never knew what it was. And every once in a while, they'd like throw a decent one in there. Oh, like in the house, you mean? Yeah. I was gonna say because you can't do beer like just out in the open. No, no. This yeah. was yeah. This was like uh, it was like in a screened-in porch area. Ah, uh, yeah. Which was a great that's idea. Nice. Cool. Yeah. yeah, like that. Like the the lucky one. It's like oh, it comes with zombie dust. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like the one profitable machine he had out of all I'm of them. Sure, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, he said it was such a pain in the ass. Yeah. Was, he used to come in here and he would um he would get like these huge chocolate bars and he ended up sitting at the bar having too many beers. And so we'd have to put him into the cooler, and then he'd leave him. And I'd be like, "Well, I'm taking these." Oh, I thought you meant him for a second. Oh, like yeah, he got real drunk. He so, got like, real so we just left him in the cooler. The cooler. Yeah. <laughs> he said he was warm. Thanks. I'm taking your candy bars, bitch. Oh shit, he's still in there. Is he all right? Yeah. Leave him there overnight. Has anybody checked on him? It's so cold. It's so cold. <laughs> just uh, what's what's his name from The Shining? Just like. <laughs> just like frozen yeah. over. Yeah. We uh, had Jack Torrance was the yeah, name of the character. That's right. And it's like, we have a push button on the inside of the cooler. You can just see someone who doesn't know just turning it all night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why won't it turn? It won't connect. And there was just, one time. One Max, person comes in and pushes it. One time Max successfully, like, legit locked me in there. Come on. No, he did. So He's he, holding the door on you. No, he had to He had to post ladders up from the barrel room to the cooler. <laughs> and he had, like, two of them and, like, something else. And, like, a broom. 
Like it was like I went in there to do something, and I mean, he had to be right behind me, and like, and then they, they like he, he wedged all the ladders and everything. Wedged, <laughs> yes, yes. Oh jeez! <laughs> Shout like, out murder. It shoes. was actually successful. Like what I what a jerk. And then he and then he totally bailed for like twenty minutes. <laughs> like, so I had well, gonna go brew. Yeah, so I had like my arm outside, and I was like like trying to jam one of the brooms <laughs> and the ladder up. Oh, so you can get the door open a little bit. A little bit. Like, finally. That took, that took a long time. <laughs> All right. That's a better. That's a funny joke. That's, yeah. that's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah, that's pretty. Oh, true nice. story. True story. Oh, man. So, uh, did so he anyway. T- did he turn the lights off on you? He did not. So pick something you care about. <laughs> Moral of the story. You have to. Don't go into the cooler when an asshole's outside of it. But I did like, I did like everyone's was, was right around the same thing. Mine was, I mean, it sounds a little different, but basically. And what I liked about Brandon's, too, was, like, you got to have uh, – and charisma eventually you have to be the face of something here's the thing that if you go back follow me on linkedin go check out i wrote an article on personal branding one of the things i put in there it hit me i was like i was like man like i was thinking i like words my english guy so the words mom and pop why do we call mom and pop stores why don't we call man and woman stores why don't we call it like local person stores? Not husband and wife. Not husband and wife yeah. stores. Mom and pop. And I think the reason you don't is have to be married for mom True. and pop, right? Yeah. And I, and I think well, right, but right, it could be just one guy, and they call it a mom and pop. Yeah, you know. But but I think the reason that they do it is because of just the intimacy level that that mm-hmm. associates with. So people get to know these people like their parents. Mm-hmm. And the problem right now is in today's scope, trying to be a startup and be that mom and pop is that. The the um, the marketing power that they have is the fact that they're there themselves all the time, but you don't get that until you get in the door. Whereas before in the world without social, you would happen by a store and walk in and then they could kind of like lay their charm on you. Well, today you're they're being outflanked by huge marketing dollars to where they never even get in. They never even get in the door. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I was saying I was saying to uh, Josh today or uh, was it Josh? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Josh today, our potter, um, Josh Heim, shout out. Shout out. Uh, he's on the Funky Boss Show. Check out that episode coming up soon. So I was talking to Josh, and I was like, think about, think about, there's a store right now that you pass every day on your way to work, both ways, to and fro. <laughs> uh-huh. Hither and thither. And you see it. Ebb and flow. And you go, hmm, huh. I should stop in there sometime. And then it closes. And then, and then, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> or just like I remember, there was uh, so I, I'm gonna get the name wrong, but like uh, which, uh, my wife Sarah, shout out Sarah. She went to school at uh, Central Michigan University, I hope Mount you don't Pleasant, get her Michigan. Name wrong. And um, I would drive into campus, and there's this old diner, like the six o'clock diner or something like that. Don't even remember. It was an o'clock, a huge clock out front. Maybe we should call it the clock. I don't even know. Sounds delicious. It was like your classic, like, you know, kind of like a sphere-shaped diner with a window that wrapped in the, like, kind of like, you know, the Pulp Fiction-style booths with the, you know. And every time I was like, I should stop in there. I should stop in there. Never did. For years. Hmm. And uh, the moral of the story is, like, those are marketing impressions. Think about that. Like, how many marketing impressions driving by a place that you want to stop in mm-hmm. does it take before until you really actually stop and go in? Just like, fuck it, I'm going. Well, and, and then what happens? So think about that. Okay, it might take, a, you know, like Brent, for example, who's one of our best regulars, he drove by our place for six months before he stopped in, you know? So, but to, in today's social, someone like me, I can get our name in front of Brent and the number of impressions of him driving by back and forth, I can get on him in social through his phone, yeah. through, through where all of his personal stuff is. I'm coming through the phone now. Coming, coming after you, and, and I can get that number of impressions in like a couple days now as opposed to six months or two years or never. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but I will actually kind of add to this because it was something I noticed about my personality that when I grew up, it was like if it wasn't a chain restaurant, technically it's not a restaurant. And it was like, oh, let's go someplace special. How dare How you? about Fridays? So this was like what I grew up with. And when I went off to college, it, it feels actually, more legitimizing, right? It feels like, oh, they have a lot of restaurants. That's yeah, they're they're a yeah, place. Place. yeah, yeah. And now it's like the opposite. Now I'm like, where is that hole in the wall that nobody's ever heard of? Exactly. It's, that, a, little, like, it's a little more authentic. like, I think the difference is agree or disagree i think it's a the culture is slightly more chef oriented now yeah where like and here i'm gonna there's the bomb right it's the personal brand of the chef yeah that starts to draw you in that's true is Speaking that it's not of, follow just, me on the dump buckets uh, yeah it's not just like shameless plug of the week you know you know the table restaurant oh it's a new it's a new restaurant it must be local and it's not a chain it's no it's like oh yeah i heard chef you know jason's in there like people know 
like a lot of times people I think are coming for, and even if that person's the not in there, it's still, yeah, it's a personal brand thing, yeah. I think. I can see that. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's uh, uh, one right now, sadly, I can't recall his name. I can recall his wife's name, uh, but... Uh, uh, he, he's a uh, <laughs> mm, uh, <laughs> he's, take it easy take it easy I follow him on social media he posts some of the most beautiful Far food pics <laughs> oh, I hope that's not feet, a new nickname feet pics <laughs> I, heard, I heard feet pics I said food pics oh, oh, like fo- foot but picks. he's what is like a restaurant. On. I still haven't gone there yet but I really want to so it's like right now it's through social media it's why, what did I dig myself into? What are we <laughs> talking about? I don't know anymore. <laughs> All right. It's new, time for business. new business. New the newest business. and new. New shit. Oh, man. Some new shit. New stuff. So the old stuff is pick stuff you care about. Here's the, news, here's the new stuff. So mom and pop businesses are like, let's say you work for somewhere that doesn't have the marketing dollars. Let's say you work for somewhere that, you know, is just that diner, clock diner on the side of the road or the equivalent of that, like in business, right? Like maybe you're in publishing, but you're just a small publishing company. Maybe you're in music, but you're just a small music. Company. You know, you can extrapolate that in a million different ways. You, you just, you can't overcome like the big guys have already sucked the air out of the room. Advertising wise. How do you, how do you overcome that? You're mom and pop and, but you're not mom and pop anymore because people don't have intimacy with you because because all that's been sucked out by the internet. So how do you get from being just a, a faceless, nameless store back to being like that mom and pop and people getting to know you again? Door-to-door campaign. Let's go for it. Door-to-door-to-door campaign. Explain yourself. Uh, Elaborate. <laughs> neighborhood. Support that claim. Like, like, ding dong. Put yourself, Hi. <laughs> put yourself uh, out there. We have this company. We just want to say hello. We're in the neighborhood and... Here, some, like some of these vacuums. Have a coupon next time you come in if you want to publish a book or something. I don't know. That's, I mean, that's true nanoscale type stuff, right? Yep. I mean, taking it all the way down to getting your ass out there and literally pushing doorbells. Like the very first Kissing thing. babies. Yeah. The very first thing Spending I did signs. at Books and Brews when I opened and I'm like, shit, nobody's coming in, is I went to the, the printing company and I spent $50 on like 200 door hangers and I walked down the neighborhood that said no soliciting. Whoops. Fuck you. And I hung one on every door. And you solicited. And I solicited. <laughs> because how, how long ago is that? This might still be like within the statute of limitations. This is incriminating. Well, on the I bottom of I don't, I don't think someone's going to. I don't think someone's going to arrest me for giving them a free grilled cheese. Yeah. That's what you think. <laughs> you, you asshole. <laughs> and even if they wanted to, it's like. But my, the, I'm, I'm not hiding. It says books and brews. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> free $8 grilled cheese. Yeah. <laughs> on the bottom, printed by Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> you, yeah, do we want to get me in trouble? <laughs> that, yeah, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> I got one. So here's uh, okay, more of a layup, okay? Because I know that was vague, and you guys didn't seem like you had anything for that. <laughs> I uh, tried, damn all it, right, rude. Sorry, didn't even. I'm so, here for you. Do you have something? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> rude of you to assume, though. <laughs> so using, you got to take what you do have. Every every business has an asset. Sometimes that asset isn't. Sometimes it's figurative. Okay. Like, for example, I'll give you an example, okay? When I opened, mm-hmm. little tiny brewery, little tiny pots, mm-hmm. little tiny fermenters. It's adorable. Wow, really bad location as a starting point. I mean, now it's a super awesome location mm-hmm. as, as we grew, but when we first started, it's not the location that tons of people walk by and go, sweet. Oh, so there's something here. I don't have economy <laughs> of scale because I'm a tiny brewery. Mm-hmm. I don't have foot traffic. Nope. Um, but what assets Uh-oh. do I have? When it's a teeny tiny brewery, if I fuck up a batch, I only waste a couple hundred dollars down the drain. Mm-hmm. If the big guys in town mess up a batch, it's thousands of dollars. Uh-oh. So guess what happens when they scale? They take less chances. Mm-hmm. And also when you scale and you have investors to answer to, you start to trim pennies. You start to, if you used to carry five grains, now you carry four because you can order more in scale and you can get them for a little bit less bulk discount. If you used to have 10 kinds of hops, eh, we can get away with six because, again, larger volumes, low, more discounts, and we can show our investors that we're getting a, you know, a 0.0%. You know, we have some measurable increase in that profit. So for us, 
there is no economy of scale. So our detriment is also an asset in the point of I, I'm never going to get to a point where I can even get a discount. Mm-hmm. So, so I have the ability to go out and get anything that I want is going to cost exactly the same. So I can order one bag of this and uh, grain wise. I mean, one bag of this and one bag of that. <clears throat> I can get some cocoa nibs. I can get some fruit. I can do anything that I want and I can have a much bigger variety and I can take way bigger chances than any big guy ever can. Which we've definitely always done. And that was the number one asset that I could leverage. Mm-hmm. And that was noteworthy at the time, five years ago, there wasn't as many, or at least if I can name people doing shit like putting Jolly Ranchers in beer. No. There wasn't as many people, you know. Nowadays, it's like fucking breakfast cereal, and mm-hmm. like they're putting all kinds of shit in beer. Like back then, people felt weird about me in the industry when mm-hmm. I was just like. I remember actually the first. Well, well I yeah, had. The Anderson Festival? Yeah, I had to? beers from before, but yeah, the uh, Fireball Imperial Hell Red. Yeah. I can't remember what you called that, but. I called it. I called it, uh, so it was an Imperial Red IPA that was called um, Fahrenheit, four, just 451, I think, after yeah. the book. And I called that one Pleasure to Burn. Mm. Yeah. And uh, we went to Sam's Club, and I bought an economy size pail yeah, that big ass, of, yeah, yeah. of fireballs, individually, individually wrapped. wrapped. Yeah. And I had Joel with his little thumbs <clears throat> pop yep. them out one yep. at a time and just in it to win it, dropping yep. them in so that as the candy like liquefied, Yes. It just like the first poll was like the red, just like the back of my red, phone. Yeah. Can like, I tell you, I think I had either the first or second poll. It was like three liquid it. fireballs. Because it was right the down most yes. pink thing I have ever seen in my it life. It was amazing, dude. It was pretty good. Yeah. It was great. It was like eating straight, like good kind of. It's like the candy version of cinnamon yeah. is way better than the real cinnamon. <laughs> it's like the that. artificial. It's weird. Like there's some flavors where the artificial flavor is better than the actual flavor. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're like. Oh, I love. Uh, I hear. I hear crab is like this. I don't eat crab. Really, the artificial crab is I better. Hear, I, yeah, I hear like regular crab is really expensive, and the yeah. artificial actually tastes better. Really? Yeah. Interesting. It, it, it One of my brothers is obsessed with uh, sushi. And yeah. He, went through, he like he does all this extensive research for like oh, every gotcha. ingredient. He told me one thing. Actually, I had soft shell crab sushi recently. It was so weird. So okay. So with that being said, here, here's where I'm angling with this. All right. Mm-hmm. Is that the asset that we have, or the asset that every business has, is their customer base, their okay. their current customer base. No matter how small it is, every store has a regular, like one. Mm-hmm. Everyone. If you don't have a regular, pack your shit up, close down. It's not going to work out. Like there has to be at least one dude. Yeah, that's or like I can get woman. down. I can get down with this. Who, yeah, <laughs> who's coming in regularly, yeah. and that person is your advertising budget. Well, yeah, we've. I feel like over the years we've had countless of those. I mean, we still to this day where somebody will come in and like you know it's just like when we said Chris Wilkie, Brant, Pete, like the bartender doesn't even have to do anything. They don't even have to know yes. about the beers because if, yes. if any of those guys are sitting at the bar, they can describe these beers better than I can. And so here's so you just named one of the ways you can do it. Okay, you have an asset. It's a regular. That regulars in the store, when they're in the store, they are fundamentally a better salesman for your product than you can ever be mm-hmm. because they're an objective mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, bi- you're biased according 100%. to other people. Yeah. Well, just because, in a, I mean, especially like I don't know if it's just American culture, but we're just inundated with sales and marketing and impressions mm-hmm. so much that we're just indoctrinated into yeah. not trusting anybody. This is the best beer ever. You would fucking say Yeah, that. you would say yes. that. Yeah, you would. Where's your awards? Yeah. <laughs> Show me the medals. Let me see some street cred. Yeah, right? Let me just check on taps. That'll give me the definitive source of how good this beer is. <laughs> don't even get me started. Yeah, I won't. I'll uh, say so it was an IPA and I don't like IPAs. One star. Yeah, too hoppy. One star. Fuck you. <laughs> oh. oh, man. This blonde is too... Straw colored. Yeah, this is too light. There's not much flavor in this light lager. <laughs> Pilsner, I only like dark beers. Yeah. Zero. Oh, and we've heard all these. That's a sad thing. Yeah. Or even worse, my, my my favorite is had a wonderful time. Loved it. <laughs> yes. Best place I've ever been to. Yeah. Three stars. Yeah. What? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, what would it have taken no. to five? do? What, what, Seriously. What, what there's do? a friend I no longer call a friend and I no longer speak to because he says he won't rate anything above four stars uh, because it gives them uh, initiative to get better. Yeah. Oh, oh sure it does. Fuck you, man. Yeah. <laughs> sure it does. You, 
That's why I like Facebook now. It's like, do you recommend or not? That has been so great. Binary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a whole nother. Okay, so let's, let's take this from a different angle. Facebook, um, leveraging assets. That's the theme, right? So Facebook, and, and Yelp has this problem. I actually brought in Yelp. Here, okay, here's another tip. You ready? If you have something you don't like, or someone like Yelp, who you think can do it a lot better, tweet them. Say, hey, I think you can do this way better. I have ideas. Talk to me. And you know what happened? Yelp wrote back and said, cool, when you got to meet. And their regional person came in and sat down and listened to everything I had to say. Really? Yeah. Nice. And I don't, that person doesn't, I mean, she's not like the software engineer. Yeah, they're not she, gonna, she's not going to go back and be able to change it. But like she said, you know, I'm going to go back and bring it up. So here's the thing that, because I told her. And this gave it, you time. Like that's. Yeah. yeah. And, here's, and, and she agreed with me on a lot of things, which is, it felt good to be. Because a lot of times, the, you know, the verse of that is like a lot of people just want to be heard. Yeah. They just want to be heard that they have a thing or a contribution. Um, and so this is, a, this is a, a case study. Yelp versus Facebook. Where do they both make their money? Advertising. Advertising. Who advertises on their sites? Well, Yelp, it's restaurants and things that want to be reviewed. Right. Okay. And Facebook is. I, I, oh, I mean, there's, there's it's a wide range. I right? saw but a sponsored post yesterday about how cute dogs were, so they're probably making some money off of that. Dogs yeah. are pretty goddamn cute. Well, the reason they are is just like we do. We advertise on posts that people will want to like more because we want them to like the page, and then we want to advertise to them. Exactly. Yep. The advertisement's a gateway to the actual <laughs> advertisement. It's like fishing. Right. Exactly. What? Buy my book. You're fishing with, yeah. Book. You're fishing with the dog. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But, okay. But you want to catch them and really eat them for dinner. Yeah. Reel them in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gut them <laughs> like, a, like a fish. <laughs> no. So here's the thing. Here's a case study. All right. You have Yelp and you have Facebook, and their assets are their marketing dollars. So at some point, the pivot of Facebook was to do what you just mentioned, Justin. What was the pivot of with the bit? A lot of people don't notice, but Facebook made a big pivot with their with their business pages recently, and you just said it. Oh, the the uh, either uh, recommend or don't recommend. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. They now they now have a pass fail system. Yes. For recommending, uh, so guess what? If you're going five stars, like it's pretty easy to say, like your buddy, like eh, I don't want to give anyone five stars. That's the best it could ever be, and this wasn't the best it could ever be. So a lot of people Greedy will, son of a bitch. So a lot of people will give four and three stars. Well, also ninety percent of the people anyway were like five stars or one star. It was like I like the food, I like the beer, but they didn't look at me in the eye, so one star. Mm-hmm. It's right. Like, and so and so, but but what I'm saying is, I'm not talking about the people here. I'm trying to talk about how Facebook oh, yeah. leverages their assets. Exactly. Yeah. So they need to protect the people that are paying them, and mm-hmm. their way to protect people is they change it to a pass fail system, which is recommend don't recommend. Mm-hmm. And so they were able to get out in front of it and make their make their customers happy because the people who are using Facebook don't fucking care about a rating system. Yeah. They don't care about stars. No. You know who really does care? The businesses that support them. Yes. So they're like, we want to keep them well, that's, happy. That's the other thing when you're you know you're getting in this rating system. Oh, that's great for consumers, but if all these consumers these no offense, but you know we talked about with Untapped these un- uneducated consumers. You know, like, you have Joe Schmo that goes to layman's. I mean, yeah, layman's yeah, of yeah. the whatever. Well, yeah, exactly. You have Joe Schmo walking into a fancy Italian restaurant who might not know certain things and orders certain things that he maybe doesn't know and then slams them. And then... With, like, award-winning, for yeah, all you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Has, or you're just used to eating, like, Chef Boyardee, and this is, like, yes, actual, like, real actual, shit. actual, exactly. And then somebody else wants to go, you know, somebody else, oh, I want to go to an Italian place, and they look on Yelp and they see these reviews like that is detrimental to a business. Right. So, I mean, that was I'll one say of the, this though. Chef BRD was a presidential chef. Okay. So, <laughs> moving right. Nice. So, so the, the, you know, the point of that is that you have to look at what you have and you have to protect that. And this is always my beef with sports illustrated sports illustrated. Make me your CEO. If you're not out of business already, are they, I don't know. I don't think so. Has it moved to 100% online yet? Maybe. That's kind of the direction. Yeah. I think the swimsuit edition is going to save them. Even though oh, the swimsuit edition. Yeah. Yeah. swimsuit edition every One year, time becomes, a year. Yeah. becomes less and less swimsuit. Like pretty soon, I don't know. Oh, really? Call it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> for, for a while they were. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not breaking news. For a while they were yeah, just painting. For a while for, they were just painting. Oh, yeah, it's just, it's just like body paint. Yeah, and, and now they don't even do that. Now it's just like <laughs> yeah. now we're just like, what can we cover up? And then the, the swimsuit's and, sitting in like a chair over yes, there. Yeah, like it's bunched up. You can't even see that shit. So, so. 
<laughs> Sports Illustrated. Here, here's where Sports Illustrated fucked up. Okay. Historically. Okay. Here, Sports Illustrated ads. Sign up for Sports Illustrated for the first time, and you'll get this free pullover. Yeah, they did do that. Well, Football phone. I've been a subscriber for 20 fucking years. What do I get? That's Cable does that shit. You get a m- monthly delivery. <laughs> here's the difference. Cable does the same thing. Cable like, has a virtual monopoly. Yeah. It's like three companies. And half the places you live in, you can only usually get one. That's true. Like yeah. half of our businesses, we have like one choice, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. That's so fucked up. I mean, it's fun. fine. It's just literally against the law, but I mean, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. But nobody cares. Yeah. And so... I did pass go and collect $200. Though. So yeah, right. you have to look around and say, okay, the best people that I have, how do, how do I retain them? Number one. But number two, how do I use them... Use it. it sounds bad, it sounds but like, how do I leverage the assets? Leverage, yes. You know, so like, whether it's on the floor, that's the first one, right? Like, just tag them in. You know, I always tell everyone, like in our training, it's like, uh, Pete, shout out Pete, mm-hmm. who's who, you know, who is uh, a salesman by trade. Mm-hmm. Like, if Pete's here, if if burp, if Brent's here, if one of our regulars are here, just say like, hey, you want to join the mug club? Don't take my word for it. Yeah. Ask Brent. Talk Ask to, talk Pete. To, talk to this team. Ask Marcus. Yeah. Marcus, who's here, who sold more mug clubs than probably any brew legger ever could. Yep. And he walks up and he goes, he sold two the other he day. goes look, don't <laughs> be like me. I waited six months to join mm-hmm. and I would have saved myself probably $150 yeah. if I would have joined earlier. It's the biggest no brainer possible. And don't tell people that they'll get upset. <laughs> didn't, hey, didn't somebody idiot. get mad at you or somebody me? somebody got mad at a comment on facebook about like oh like joining the mug clubs a no-brainer or something i don't remember oh i don't remember that that sounds hilarious well though. if they got mad oh, well, that's are you calling silly. yeah are you calling me stupid because i'm not a mug yeah like it was like yeah like we have all these perks and we try to make it as much of a no-brainer as possible and they thought like we were like insulting them Wow, no, we're not calling you stupid. We're saying it's yeah, an well, act of you're being stupid proving my part joining it's just an, it's just an act of stupidity yeah. <laughs> cool so, so nice leveraging your assets. Any other ideas? What you got? You me, I'll keep talking. I'm yeah. good at it. Yeah. I'm, 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 at well, a, I'm actually, at a loss. From what we just talked about with uh, like online and everything and having like a regular and all that stuff. How, how do you get that first one? How does it translate into like starting up? How do you get that Be word cool. out initially besides just like walking around doing a campaign and the social media? Like what other things can you do to actually like kind of get on the ground running leverage your assets mm-hmm. so in this well, again, like, in we, this we circumstance, okay how about this how can you i'm gonna answer i'm gonna answer i mean like the crazy off the wall shit you're like that sounds weird but i kind of want to try it right mm-hmm. so and but that's down the road right what justin's really asking is from inception so here's here's where it is you want to start a business it has to be something when i talked about to be an entrepreneur you got to pick something that people care about if you want to start a business today in our in our era, 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 business. You have to pick something that people want. You do. Yes. You got to appeal to heart and head. Okay. Start a grits, Both of them. A grits store. No. Nobody gives a fuck about grits. Nobody does give. No. Grits, grits are he, terrible. It's it's the polenta is where it is. You look around and you go, what are people dying for? What are people waiting for? What way is the market trending? And then how do I do the reverse of that? So for me, from the beginning, I go, hmm, everyone's going big sports bar. Everyone's going Scotty's. Everyone's going to, um, you know, Scotty's was a restaurant chain, still is kind of, share a lot of stores. Shout out, Scotty's. R.I.P. R.I.P. Scotty's. They they still got some left. And it's really sad, honestly, because I love the place. But but everyone's trending big sports bar five, six, seven years ago even. TVs everywhere. Like, how many fucking TVs can we possibly... Can we give people a seizure? Is it possible? (laughs) There's a spot in town. I'm not going to name it. It's called Drake's. (laughs) (laughs) If you walk in there at 7 p.m. You're going to get shot. (laughs) Yeah, dude, that happened, actually. Yes, I know. Did it really? Over over cornhole. Two guys guys got in a fight over cornhole. One of them stripped naked and shot the other one. It's very strange. I mean, that's what I do when I get in fights. It's the only way that you can shoot somebody illegally is to be naked, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, yeah, totally going to get off on that one. Technicality. (laughs) I get it. Get off on a technicality. Oh, he got off on something. I guess you could call for insanity at that point. So... So in this circumstance, I have nothing. I want to start a business. What assets, what leverage do I have? The shit you know about. What do you care about? Maybe you're the person who just really knows fucking G.I. Joe guys. 
So you, somebody has to be the most knowledgeable person on GI Joe. So you start a blog and a YouTube channel where you go around like American Picker style and record yourself haggling over GI Joe guys and write about classic rare ones. And so you can see the the thumbnails actually in the inside of the thumb. That's how they prevented private uh, piracy. Right. I don't give a shit what it is. <laughs> Everything has an audience right now. Everything. Well, that's because you can find anything. Uh, exactly. Yep. And so here's what's here's where we are right now. We're oh my god, we're so on the cusp of the major anything breaking down. And the reason is, if I really love GI Joe guys, I my option was to watch whatever shit was on TV or turn it off. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, if I really love GI Joe guys and GI Joe gets canceled or it goes off, I just go to YouTube and look at more GI Joe. Yeah, yeah. I never have to. It's I never. It's, it's always endless. If you love baseball. And it's not baseball season. Drink. You don't have. Yeah, everyone drink. Yeah, the drinking game at home is when I say baseball and everyone drink. So you always have to default into whatever's next. That's why the reason baseball, basketball, and football were the big three is because those are the only big three on TV. They had the attention of the country. So I love football, but football's over. So I guess I'll watch basketball. And then I cared enough about basketball. No, and I'm like over. basketball's over. Yeah. I watch baseball, and then finally football again. And well, guess what? Now it happens. Football's over. And then now I can just go right to YouTube and I can just watch anything I ever want about football. Mm-hmm. Ever. Ad nauseum. You can't even get to the end of the content no. of people talking about, acting about. I mean, even I mean, even like radio stations now, even what's left of radio stations, that's what podcasts have come out as, is that it's so niche-oriented. like, I love Colts football. When Colts football's over, I can search and get 37 different Colts football podcasts and just listen to nothing but that yeah. until Colts football starts again. That's yeah. true. Actually, one of my favorite podcasts I listen to is going through every single episode of The Simpsons chronologically. And it's like, why would... I don't even watch The Simpsons the, anymore. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even watch I, The Simpsons. I, I listen to this shit. damn podcast. So, so guess what? How do you? Well, because you enjoy. This is what I was saying. This is what I was saying to you and John the other day. Uh oh. Remember, I came in the room. I was like, I have an idea after watching your video, mm. and I was like, literally perfect Can't example. Remember. Perfect example. Simpsons. Let's. And I, I elaborated with no, John. I don't later. remember. I elaborated, Simpsons trivia and I did not do. Here's my pitch to you. Ready? Okay. All right. My pitch to you is that we have a handful of people. Brian's elevator pitch. Yes. All right. Here we go. And yep. what we do is it's a pop culture podcast. Uh-huh. All right. And my pitch is every one of them, you are just clueless and oblivious to the pop culture. Said I, my example was Letterkenny. Right. So remember, I said I said I have this fan page with forty three. I must have really people. not have been listening. Yeah. Oh no 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 no! I was. Yes, because it was a good, good. idea. So I'm I was, really excited. Yeah, about so I was like, this. here we go. Here's this the pitch. Good. So Jason's like, oh, we need to have an important meeting. Let's have a sit down meeting. And we're recording all this, and then he starts talking, and John and I just keep throwing in all these obscure Letterkenny references and quotes, and he's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Like, and the whole like it's like a two or three minute. We just keep doing it, and whoever is involved in that. That niche market will, will love. They will love this. Shit. Yeah, because it's, it's basically like inside jokes. It's inside jokes in in your specific. And niche. the reason it works is because you can go to Facebook right now mm-hmm. and you can do what's called a dark post, which means you're not posting to your page. You just open Facebook Ad Manager and you set an ad that's only targeted towards Letterkenny fans. Mm-hmm. Or you can go to the Letterkenny group. Yeah, which is what your your thought was. Yes, go into the Letterkenny group. And post that. Yeah. So you can find any fan page and just literally Anyone. create content just for that fan page that promotes your business. Yeah, perfect example. Simpsons. Yeah. Like my other one, of course, for me is It's Always Sunny because the new season's starting to come up. All right. Shout out to Sunny. Shout out to Always Sunny. So again, like like do something oh, piggybacking wow. off of that. And it, again, the whole time, for some reason, I just thought this would be funnier is having you just be oblivious to all of us. Like, what are, you, what are you guys talking about? And having all these people just piggyback or the Simpsons of some sort. Like any... Thing any so show this any is, of the people that love this is side note anybody listening to this this watch what's gonna happen I'm gonna shoot a series of ads and those ads you're never gonna see them and the reason unless you're one person that I'm a tra- I'm gonna make videos that are the gonna say in Cincinnati that's literally 26. <laughs> you're 26 years old and you're in Cincinnati and you're an accountant you hate and you hate you your hate job life. <laughs> and you're gonna get that and be like. What the fuck? He's right. Because I, I can, I can literally go on Facebook and target just twenty-six-year-olds just in Cincinnati that are CPAs. I hate to burst your bu- bubble on this, but uh, they all love their jobs. <laughs> no, they don't. No. On uh, YouTube, Burger King actually did a very, very similar 
uh, you're not ad. bursting my bubble because no. you already mentioned it in the podcast. I've already okay. seen it. Oh, okay. We're still going to do it. Yeah, anyway. they yeah. did very specific ads for. It's like oh, uh, creepy. Cane. I wanted to see. No, it was like just these two guys sitting on a couch, and they did ads where it was like very, very specific. It was like, dang it, I just wanted to watch like uh, videos of crocodiles like eating bunnies, and now I'm like, oh, wow. now I'm hungry for a burger. It was like. <laughs> it, it went really specific. They did like 200 ads where it was they're, like, they're doing an man, ad I just wanted to watch ballerinas and now I'm being interrupted by an ad? To to what he's trying to say is, Thank you. you can set ads on YouTube because Google owns YouTube that based on their Google search history. So if you're um, searching for something obscure like crocodiles eating rabbits. Well, it was actually, if you typed into fucker. the YouTube search. <laughs> sick, sick fucker. Is, uh, to each his own. <laughs> no, it, it, what I meant to say. You, to you, end, you end up on a list. So specific, <laughs> this was so specific. If you typed into the YouTube search bar, like a certain saying, it would propagate. So, yeah, anyway. Okay. So, I mean, it's, it's Google technology. Yeah. yeah so... Um, it's tracking. They just did it for the very specific, exactly what yeah. you searched for. They had just a whole bunch of ads set for exactly what you searched for. Okay. I'm doing yeah. it based on a demo person demographic. Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm like the exact person, your exact age, your exact job, and your exact city you live in. Mm-hmm. I can target you, which is hilarious. Which is hilarious. And then I can Especially just. Especially if you're that specific. Yeah. Yeah. You, I'd be like, oh, fuck. He's be like, to me. oh, shit. I am a 26 year old accountant <laughs> okay. in Cincinnati. That is, that is literally well, so me right now. You're listening to this, Kevin. We're talking to you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. If yeah, someone but, was Kevin, dude, that would blow their fucking mind. Oh, dude. I'll just do it anyway. Because even if you miss, people are like, my name's not Kevin. Yeah. Right, and they just move on. Yeah, exactly. That's like, uh, I used to, but, no, they'd be like, everything else is right, so I'm still intrigued. <laughs> yeah, really. I used to be a server at this place, and uh, there was cornhole boards. Identity theft. Someone steal my there identity. were corn, cornhole boards set up outside, and every time that I would be serving the patio, like every like 20 minutes, I would just pick up a bag, and I would throw it up behind my back. And I would miss, always. And like to everybody out there, it was like, oh, this is just 0 for 1. But like the one time I fucking made <laughs> oh, it, dude, yeah. I, was, you were, I, was, I was about to be like Rudy, dude. I thought they were going to put me up on their shoulders. <laughs> you, were, you were a god among men. <laughs> so um, the, the, to answer your question wrap it up we'll get more beer we'll come back and do uh, our, our party in the back segment so check that out on Friday is that if you want to know how to get that first regular you have to pick subject matter you care about because if you care about something there's some other weird fucker out there that cares about the same shit damn rabbits getting so, eaten by alligators <laughs> dude so, <laughs> so for example for us like I knew someone was out there like our mission place for people without a place I know there's people out there somewhere that care about providing you know, that care about these things like appreciation, acceptance, encouragement. I knew that there's people out there like that cared about local to, music and board games. Dis- disconnect. Yeah, disconnecting from technology. Not TV, but actually engage in conversations with people. Exactly. Ugh. I knew that there's people out there dying for that thing. So that when you come out with the thing people are dying for, they find you. People who are dying for a thing are usually dying. (laughs) They're usually dying for it because they can't find it. Yeah. So you got to find a thing that people. So there's got to be this Venn diagram of something I care about, something people are dying for. You know, a market gap, and you and you fill it. And it might be be, warned. Might be a GI Joe blog or a you know Barbie TV show or you know like my kids watch people play with Paw Patrol figures on YouTube Kids. Why do kids watch people play with? We watch reality TV where people are playing with lives. Bachelorette, oh. you know, whether it's Survivor or Bachelorette, it's so, the same shit. So disappointed in society. Right Who, yeah, but look at this. How many times when you well, you were a younger brother. Mm-hmm. You ever watch your brother play video games? Yeah, same shit. Yeah, but that, that was like in the like I would be waiting for my turn to play video games. Yeah, well, I mean, I but guess you're right. if you don't have that video game. The only way to watch somebody play that vi- watch that video game is watch somebody else play that video game. What if you have it and you could play it right now? But you don't. That's the point. I agree. <laughs> so back backtracking a little bit. Be prepared. Also, rewind it back. Rewind it back. So also be prepared if you have this idea and you have your Venn diagram and you know people are looking for dying for. Yep. You do it. Somebody's gonna steal your shit. They will. They're gonna jack your style. They're gonna jack your style. But here's the thing, though, is that if your idea is that easy to be jacked. Then you suck. Mm-hmm. Or if you can't evolve from there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to, you know, here's the thing is that if you're good enough to have a really good idea and listen to my Funky Boss show with Justin Nett from Indiana on tap because he's done a great job evolving his business with the market needs. I heard a little bit of it today and it definitely sounded super yeah. interesting. And so, um, and I feel like we have too and I have, I got more shit up my sleeve all the time. Like you just can't, you can't sit still. It's not like, um, I don't care what fucking, I don't care if it's John Deere. Like yeah, we've always made a tractor. Well, now we gotta make lawn tractors. Now, now we, we gotta, gotta make bobcat. Yeah, right. Like you gotta adapt. Yeah. You gotta you gotta go where the market leads you. 
So, you know, um, if you have an idea you sh- and, and there's demand for it, you should be forethinking enough that by the time people copy your shit, you're probably onto the next thing anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're not, then you suck. And Jack- don't go into business. Jackass. Like just you know, like I'm not, and it's not trying to be neg- jackass. That, that sounds negative, but no. it's like, but it's like, look, like if you save yourself a ton of money and if, effort and time. If you're gonna be upset by that, like if you're just gonna start a thing and stand still while everyone else passes you, because they're coming. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit who you are. It's like driving on the fucking highway. If you stop your car in the middle of the highway, people are gonna blow by you. You gotta keep moving. They're gonna smash. You gotta keep evolving. Yep. So fucking. Do it. Adapt. Just do it. Pick something you care about. A great great wizard once said, just do it. (laughs) That's right. All right. Let's get more beer. Yesterday you said today. Thank you to you guys. Come back and see us on Friday. Do it. Like and subscribe for more great content. Thanks for listening. Leave us a comment. Follow B underscore Randon on uh, most social medias. That's right. Follow Belly and Beer apparently for a (laughs) competition. No, no, it's not there yet. Well, I'm going to do it if you're not. Oh, no, I'm doing it. Okay. I can't wait. It's not the name. I'm not going to like any of it. It's just beer. You're going to like it all. Just call it Beer Bellies, but it's literally Beer and Bellies. That's it. Oh, copyright. I already told you. I already said that. Oh, did you for real? I did not hear that. Oh, I wasn't. Not on the podcast. <laughs> now it's recorded and it's true. Yeah. So, so this is the first documented. Th- what we're talking about is, it, so I, I gave everyone a contest. There's no rules. You start an Instagram account. I don't care what it is, any subject, any anything. <laughs> By the end of the month, whoever has the most followers and their new account gets two hundred dollars cash, and uh, it's gonna be fun. It will be interesting. Did you guys start yours yet? Because I already did. Did you really? No, I did not. No, you didn't. What? I didn't even have you time. did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, cool. Well, I guess I better get to as, it. As soon as he said we could, I, I did. <laughs> All <laughs> I was, right, I was I can't in a wait. meeting listening. <laughs> I'm very, very curious what All it's right. going to be at the end of the month. Well, what's great is that we don't have to disclose it if we don't want to. So it'll be really interesting <laughs> at the end of the month to see what exactly everyone's doing. Like, <laughs> How did you garner this many followers? I just <laughs> stole somebody else's account. I hacked them. Yeah. I, hacked yeah. and changed it. I just I bought it for $100. Yeah. And you can find me at, at please follow me. There's yeah. no rules. The There's dark, no rules. The dark web. There is no rules. I don't care. Okay. You could go to my. I'm gonna spend account, the next 34 steal days. My pictures. Literally, just <laughs> pretend creating 22,000 accounts, <laughs> just so they all follow me. I'm gonna make all these emails. Brandon one, Brandon two, all the way up to Brandon nine 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 nine. There's no rules. Do it. There's no rules. No rules. But just no, right. No, it's, it can't be in a, cul- a culmination of likes. You also get banned from Instagram, but, <laughs> yeah, but other than that, if, if you can do it and not get banned, you win. Yeah, fair. I'm going to buy Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I need more beer. Me too. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Good week.